Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> and uh, I'll cop a spray from that from our next guest who rarely came off second best. He was one of the premier ruckmen in the yes. competition when he was captain of the Fitzroy Football Club. He was a cult figure at West Torrens for the couple of years he was there, especially after hours. Matty Randall joins us. <laughs> Uh, good afternoon, fellas. Different time slot. And one more thing, Rucci. <laughs> Here we go. Which, Hello. which other team has three All-Australians in their midfield? I want the punters out there to tell me. Three All-Australians in the midfield? Yeah, well, Port have. They've got three All-Australians, not current. No, well, three players have been All-Australian, okay. both Wines and Arosi. And I'm tipping probably another one at the end of the year, either Butters or Horn Francis, or probably maybe even both if they've great years. And I'm not writing off Lockie Jones. Okay. Who right. apparently is flying. So I, I, this 10th midfielder doesn't stack up. I, I, couldn't even, I couldn't think maybe Melbourne have got three blokes who have been All-Australian in their midfield. Well, I'll tell you what, Matty, you've, finished the, same, you've finished the same last sentence from last week. You haven't missed on. a bit. He's up yeah, and have, about. Sorry, so I you... just... Well, I just thought of it this morning. That's do you like, do you like co-captains? Do you like co-captains at all? Oh, I don't really care that much. It's more about the leadership group for me. Right. Well, uh, anyway, Brisbane's, sure got, smoothly. Brisbane's got co-captains this year. Lockie Neal and Harris Andrews will be co-captains. Oh, they went Lockie Neal. Okay, so I heard this morning that it might have been McCluggage. I thought, uh, uh, vice-captain. He misses. Uh, he's vice-captain. Yeah, I thought Lockie Neal will have his nose out of joint there if he's not captain because he has pushed hard for it yeah, and he'll be a beauty at it. And they wanted Harris Andrews as well because he's born and bred local. So they, yeah, local. No, they, that's, a, that's a great mix. Uh, yeah, great so decision. what you were talking about then was the article from Mick uh, McGowan, who had Port Adelaide's midfield at 10th, which I thought was wrong, Rooch. And uh, you were sort of uh, massaging that, trying to play down Port's midfield. And uh, the big Well, he's trying to all play all down their chances this yeah, year. Yeah, that's yeah. what he's trying to do. They're not a top-four side, Matt. Rooch thinks anything, if they make the eight, it's a, it's a bonus. They're not a top-four side, Matt. They made the top four with a lesser team two years ago. That's a true. lesser team. That's true. They are a better team now okay. with Finlayson, with Lockie Jones, with Josh Sin, with Horn Francis, with Orazio, with Willie. Yep. They are, and the maturity of Butters, Dersma, Rosie, and Marshall and Georgiadis makes them a heaps better team than two okay. years ago. We'll Can't argue with that, but has the, has the rest of the competition improved as well? True. Though? Oh, yes, I have. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, most of them, uh, for most of them, um, perhaps St. Kilda haven't. Um, trying to think who else. Maybe there'd be one or two others in the top 10 or 12 mm. who haven't improved, but most of them have. Hey, Matty, were you, uh, we threw this question at you. Uh, who's going to win this year's Coleman medal? Because it came up in conversation uh, off air. It's going to be a beauty this year. There's going to be some forwards that may stand up and surprise us. I'm not sure if a small forward will win the, best, uh, will win the Coleman medal. But we've been running a poll. At the moment, we've got Charlie Kernow winning at 23%, Jeremy Cameron 22%, Tom Lynch 12 and other at 43%. Now, we could only name three. There's been honourable mentions for... Dixon, Norton, 
um, who was it? Uh, Hipwood and uh, Harry McKay uh, and Harry McKay. Yeah, well, Harry McKay, he's got to be right up there, sure. Now you've done your top five. So, Can well, you start at no, number five? Well, no. Well, I've, <laughs> I just had a, a five, and it was that close last year for most of the year. And I think the year before was it the year before all the small forwards were right up the top. Yeah. It might have been the year before that. Uh, they had a bumper year, you know, Charlie Cameron, uh, Tommy Papley, but Tommy Tommy's sort of playing more in the bit more in the mm-hmm. midfield. So it wouldn't surprise me a small forward, but I thought the big four were obviously uh, Cameron, Kerno, McKay and, and uh, Lynch, but it wouldn't surprise me if uh, Joe Danaher, um, Ben King coming back, uh, obviously Max is going to be out of contention. Mm-hmm. I can't see anyone in Perth. I can't see anyone in Adelaide. Darcy um, Fogarty? Darcy Fogarty, nah. you've got to mention it. Well, well, he's going to kick 40-plus. He'll kick two a week. Um, Tex, possibly, if he didn't have... I don't think he's possibly going to play all the games, but you know they'll probably rest him a week here, a week there. So. Come on, he's only playing full forward. Not like he's going to be stuffed <laughs> from that. Uh, uh, it's not full forward anymore. Oh, no, you, you, you've got to cover from the wing back, yeah. but, and he can do that. Uh, look, I threw it up. Another one I thought... Now this wouldn't surprise me if he if he won it was Jack Gunston, and my reasoning was Ooh. that he's going to get the third best forward every week after mm. Hipwood and uh, Dana take him. He's going to destroy most third, <laughs> most third tall defenders, uh, Jack Gunston. So I wouldn't be surprised if he has some bumper games and he's right up there as well. But um, I. I'm not particularly worried about the Coleman medal. I'm more interested in the rising star, and I think probably most of the punters are. Um, Coming from Brisbane? There's a bloke, there's a bloke, there's a bloke there. No, well, he's favourite, but is he going to play every game? Is he going to mm. get a real good go in the midfield? I've, I've tipped a few people into a bloke I reckon is a massive chance, and he's 34 bucks, bet responsibly. But... Um, <laughs> Um, Finn Callahan at GWS is going to be in their midfield. I think he played five games last year because uh, he had a lot of injuries. But with with Toronto and Hopper going out, he's going to get a lot of game time. And I'm telling you, he's a star. So he's he was picked two in the draft, and I think they might have traded up to get him. I'm not sure, but uh, he just re-signed with them. So if I'm having a little dabble, I'm I'm taking Finn Callahan in the. Rising star. It was about 34 bucks last time I looked. Well, Bumfluff Benny's just getting on now. Benny, put 10 on for me, will you? It'll be down to 20s before we get <laughs> off uh, Get off here. Hey, I can't he's remember. A, he, he's so, like Josh Singh, but a bit more powerful. All right. So I like it. Finn Callahan. And, and if you had to pick one for the sake of the exercise for the Coleman, who would you pick? You can't have four. No, no. Uh, oh, look, I'm probably going to take Lynch. Because I reckon really? Jack's Jack's going to be... Uh, he won't play every week, Jack. I think um, Richmond are going to be really good. So I think that uh, the ball's going to get to Lynch a lot. I think if he plays all year, he's a massive chance to win it. I just, Where, whereas Kerno uh, and McCabe might cut themselves out a little bit. And yeah. maybe got, Hawkins and Cameron cut themselves out a little bit. Have you got Carlton in the top eight? Yeah. You have. Okay. Um, yeah. What's your view on Collingwood? I've got them out of the eight. And uh, what's your view on Dan McStay? Because there's some people that are right behind him and a lot of people are right off him. Um, no, they'll make the eight. I, I, I don't think they'll make the top four. One, one they've got a tougher draw, um, but it's marginal. 
the the flip side of it is they're going to be so much better prepared, um, you know, playing their way. And look, they got so many really good kids to come through if their defence holds up. The, the real interesting one is Darcy Moore. So I've got a real feeling he's going to play in the ruck a fair bit. Um, he's their best defender. He's their best ruckman. He's their best forward. Uh, if he plays in the ruck all year, um, I think he'll, by the end of the year he'll be the best ruckman in the comp. Um, I think he's, I think he's, uh, and if he plays all year in the ruck, I think he's a chance to win the Brownlow, and he's about five hundred to one. So <laughs> that's huge. <laughs> um, but it's on the proviso he plays all year. But it just makes me think why they went and got Frampton. So well, Frampton, they're, they're banking on Frampton taking his spot back there, and they can use Darcy Moore wherever they want to because he's got that pace and aggression. He can mark the ball. He makes good decisions. Mm. Um, so really interesting time. So I think that makes him better if he's playing on ball there. So even though I've got him out of the eight, they could uh, got him out of the four. They could easily be in there. But you've got to think mm. Brisbane, Melbourne, um, Geelong, Richmond. Oh God, Bulldogs are so much better. Yeah. It's It's... It's the most exciting year we'll ever see. I thought last year was going to be the best in my lifetime, and it was. Uh, lived up to it. This one's going to be even better because it's there's so many. I've got about nine teams winning that can win the flag. Yeah, I was going to say you got Port in the uh, top eight, so someone has to go out. I think it's yeah, Collingwood. Yeah. So, a few texts coming through. I love it when you bang heads with the roots, but this one says from Chopsy from Cheltenham. It's always good to have the football intellect <laughs> of Randall to counteract the average Michelangelo. Oh, hey. <laughs> now Matt, as the yeah. Hall of Fame captain of Ruckman. Do you want to respond to Nathan Buckley saying Ruckman aren't worth anything? Mm. Oh, God, I, th- I thought this might come up, so I listened to that. <laughs> oh, God. How are you getting oh, on God, with well, Nathan, was... by the way? Oh, my God. He's hard work. <laughs> um, look, it was a bit of a... So, so it actually shocked me, and I thought, is he trying to rewrite history here? Because he was a party, the list manager was a party to agreeing to Grundy's contract, which mm. I disagreed with massively and told everyone who wanted to listen. Yeah. Not many wanted to listen. Mm. So I was happy to do five years at 800. Mm. And I reckon if they did that, he'd still be there. But um, I don't think he was ever going to come back to Adelaide. So um, he's saying he, he shouldn't be paying that much for your ruckman um, in your salary cap. Well, he was part of the, the group that agreed to it. <laughs> and I thought that would have been the captain obvious follow-up question from uh, Kane, Kano, the captain <laughs> obvious. He didn't ask it. So I, I think they've gone a bit easy on each other, those two blokes. So, uh, look, uh, but someone I did hear say, well, yep, oh, I was Tim Watson, actually, uh, when I had a discussion came up the next day. You pay them what they're worth. If, if five clubs want to, this bloke, his price goes up. It's market value. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but what I, what I do know from my time being there is that um, they used to get frustrated with him because they thought he'd played for himself too much. I didn't agree with it. Um, I actually did some work with him for a couple of years and I would talk to him about his game and all that. And then one game he came in and, look, they beat Bulldogs and he was really frustrated because he got smashed by the the coaching staff, 
And I said, you're best song, Grand Bond Mile. What they smash about all I should have done this, I should have done that. So I went back. So I did this exercise back in 1982 or 83 when I was playing uh, at Fitzroy. We did this exercise. So I did it again. So I went and counted up every contest he was at and whether he won and lost. And his win percentage was 70, 69% in this game. The Ruckman, I was at, when I was rucking back then, I went to, a, I was at 120 contests in the game. Far more than anyone else on the ground. Brody Grundy, ironically enough, what are we, 40 years later, mm. at, he was at 120 contests with probably a little bit less game time. And he won about 65% of those contests and was influential in causing six of the 11 goals. Wow. He had directly caused six of the 11. I'm going, and he didn't get the votes from the club at all. So there was a little bit of frustration from the coaching staff and Brody Grundy there, but they still signed him to a massive contract. Weird. And that, that, well, that is weird. And, and now, here we are, he gets traded and everyone's saying, well, we didn't want to do that. Well, give me a spell. Matty, you've been solid gold today. We need to get to a break because we have to get to India. You've been absolutely brilliant. Tom Lynch to win the Coleman, Finn Callahan to win the NAB Rising Star and Darcy Moore to win the Brownlow at 500 to 1. People will be retiring <laughs> after that up. Good on you, Matty. Love you, big fella. We need to get to a break.